Hey there, friends. Coaching is open, but I only have maybe two spots left. So if you want one of them, please go to compare to who.me, go to the coaching tab, look for the group coaching tab under that and fill out an application today or drop me an email if you're interested in more information. I'm happy to answer any of your questions. If you want in a coaching group, April 4th will be done mid-May. If you want in a coaching group before summer, this is your chance. I hope to see you there. Also, our Patreon community is open. I've got some awesome bonus content in there from Jill Savage. Go check that out, patreon.com slash compared to who, and find out how you can be part of our first monthly meeting happening in just a week or so. I look forward to connecting with you. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. Like, mm-mm. God doesn't mm-hmm. give us a spirit of fear. Right. That's not of God. Right. No, do not worry about what you will eat or what you will drink. Right. Do I not care for you more than the sparrows? Like, right. yeah. <laughs> Hey friends, you are going to love my conversation today with Trudy Lineski. Trudy's a God girl. She's a wife. She's a mom of four. She's a writer. She's a vlogger. She's a speaker. She is super passionate about the next generation. And she's passionate about equipping parents to raise these kids in the way they should go. She has an awesome podcast called Kingdom Mamas. I think you're going to love our conversation today about how we get so afraid of losing our health. So let's just be real for a minute. Most of us have heard lots and lots of different rules, different ways to be healthy across the period of our lives, right? And sometimes these rules change. Things that used to be unhealthy are now healthy. Things that used to be healthy are now unhealthy. It is hard to keep up. But the bigger question today is not whether or not you should try to live healthy. It's what do we really have control over and who are we trusting in? I think those are the two questions we have to ask ourselves. It's not that we ignore the wisdom God has given us in the arena of health, but that we look at health in a way that's beyond just what we eat. Ultimately, I'd ask the question, is it healthier to be afraid of food or is it healthier to be afraid of losing our health? Neither one of those things are healthy. So listen to today's episode and see what you think. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compare to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. Trudy, thanks for being on the Compared to Who show today. Hey, Heather. Thanks for having me. It is so (laughs) fun to connect with you and we got to meet 
IRL. Am I cool enough to say that? I don't, I feel like oh, I'm you totally to say are. That. <laughs> Which Whoa. means in real life <laughs> for anyone my age or older. Um, but we got to meet this summer and, um, and you were a blessing to me because you had encouraging things to say about compared to who. And, uh, so I'm just excited today to have the opportunity to talk to you about this fear topic. And I was trying to think of who would be the person to have a conversation with on this topic. And I thought, I wonder if Trudy would be a good fit. And I think y'all, when you hear her story in just a minute, you're going to understand why, but today the topic we're tackling is the fear of losing your health. Now it's kind of a weird specific one, given the others like fear of bread and fear of fat, <laughs> like this is like super specific. But when yeah. I talk to people and Trudy, I know this is going to be part of your story too. Like one of the biggest hesitancies about doing like intuitive eating or coming off the diets or giving up all the food rules is, oh, then I'm going to not be healthy anymore. And so I'm excited to dig into this with you today. And I think we should just start by just tell us your story. You have been on a journey. Yes. Take us there. Take us there. Yes. Take us there. Okay. So I started dieting in, it was December of 2011 and I had never been in-depth dieting until that time. Well, I can't say never because around my wedding, of course, the diet, you know, eating the carrots, got to get into that wedding dress was definitely a thing, but Absolutely. it was, <laughs> yes. I ate salmon and cantaloupe. That was my pre-wedding <laughs> diet. And I'm not endorsing that by the way, but anyway, no, yes, I feel you. I, feel <laughs> I remember one of my coworkers being like, Trudy, are you choosing to eat carrots by themselves? Or what is this that you're doing? Like, seriously, I should have taken that and talked <laughs> yeah. what I was doing at that moment. But it was after child number four in 2011 that I was at a weight that, you know, it shouldn't have been scary, but it was. And it was, but anyway, I was looking around and I was seeing people around me dieting and and I was wondering what they were doing. And then all of a sudden this feeling of less than, right? We're comparing, mm -hmm. I'm comparing to these other mothers who are really fit. They have four kids and they're really fit. Like why, mm -hmm. what's wrong with me? Yeah. So I began this journey of joining an MLM <laughs> fitness and wellness MLM. And I, that's where it went downhill super fast. And then it turned after turned into idol after idol, right? Like now we have this clean eating orthorexia issue yeah. because this MLM is encouraging Wait, it. Were you a beach body girl? Uh, yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh my word. There's so many people listening right now that have just turned their volume up a little louder. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, and it was that MLM that told us, okay, you are not successful unless you have a transformation, right? We have a transformation Tuesday. And you, you are not successful unless you are able to have that before and after there has to be a result, right? Right. And then came the orthorexia, then came the health. Here we go like this fear of health. My parents, you know, they have a pair of medicines that they take. They have, you know, type two diabetes, they have um, high blood pressure, they have heart disease, they 
the list could go on and on. And now all of a sudden I felt as if I could control that, right? Mm -hmm. Like I I don't want to make the same mistake. So I'm going to be able to control that. So fast forward eight years, girl, eight years of this diet mentality, but like yo-yoing, right? Because Mm -hmm. Beachbody, we have these programs on, off, on, off, on, off. Like, so in 2019, I did a fast. Okay. This, this water only fast. Okay. Crazy, crazy, right? And that's where God met me. Hmm. I'm getting chills right now because he said to me, Trudy, what is your ultimate goal here? Because if I'm honest, I'm doing this because I messed up, right? Mm-hmm. And I need to fix it. And this is my fix this fast. Mm-hmm. And, and, but I was saying that I was doing it for the Lord right. and I wasn't. Right. And he said, Trudy, if you are so stuck in diet culture, how can I trust you to steward my girls? Mm. Because my, my niche market, my not niche market, but my, my audience are teen girls. Mm-hmm. They watch me on Instagram. They see what I do. It was there that that conviction was like, oh my goodness, what am I doing? This is insanity, right? The definition of insanity. Mm -hmm. We all know it doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. There was my conviction. And it was then that I started my intuitive eating journey. I honestly, I had met Erin Todd, Ginger in Progress. I Uh met her in July of that very same year, but it wasn't until that conviction that I had the courage to reach out to her and say, Hey, can you just tell me about this intuitive eating stuff? And that's when, <laughs> that's when she said the first book you need to get Aww. is compared to who, Trudy. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's where I fangirled on Heather. <laughs> Last <Aww>. summer. <laughs> so awesome. yeah. yeah, it was this beautiful journey. You know, the enemy, obviously he worked his way in through my life and fed me lies after lies and fear and this, idea that I can manipulate and control my body Mm -hmm. and make it a certain way that it was never intended to be. Yeah. And so, you know, God met me there and he turned that into good. So, wow. Yeah. So there's a lot you said there. Um, so we've got a lot of places to go with this conversation. (laughs) I'm trying to think of what, okay. Let me ask this first. I saw a picture on Instagram and it looked like you were like doing like a body build competition. Oh, is that just part of beach body or did you compete? Oh my goodness. That was just a whole step further. Okay. Can you go there? Oh my goodness. Okay. So I don't know. Are you familiar with bodybuilding? I'm talking just a little bit. I had a client who had gone down that road at age 18. Mm. Um, and then my, my sister-in-law's husband, he's, he's in that world. (laughs) So it's, you know, it's beating your body into submission. You're in the gym three hours a day. It was one of those things of, I I messed up yet again. Right. And I'm looking Mm -hmm. for the next best fix. Mm -hmm. And I go to a personal trainer, Mm -hmm. personal trainer puts me on this clean eating, eating plain rice and chicken, you know, and then he's seeing results pretty quickly. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, have you ever thought of bodybuilding? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was that seed that was planted and. But wait, stop. The- because, because I feel like then 
at least what would have happened in my brain if I mm-hmm. heard that is like, you mean you think my body's good enough to do yes. that? Yes. Right? Like, so is let's that- keep on pushing. Let's push yeah. that target yeah. further, right? Because this is not enough where I'm at. Let's right. go further. Let's see yeah. how far we can push. So yeah. And it was, girl, I can remember being on that stage and being mortified, even mm. before I stepped foot on that stage, mm. just being in the tanning booth naked. Mm-hmm. They spray tan you uh-huh. all shades of dark that you are not <laughs> meant to be. <laughs> exactly. And so I remember seeing my son even before I had stepped on stage and he was mortified. Mm. And it was then that I was like, what am I doing? Mm. Who am I trying to impress? Like what? So yeah, that, that was just a gut check. It was a path that I took that I'm not proud of. Mm. And had I had seen my child's face that day, I wouldn't have gotten that route. Mm. Yeah. How about your husband? Like what did, because I think a lot of women, so you, you, your issues kind of started after baby four. Mm -hmm. So a lot of women would say, well, my husband would be super happy if after having kids, I like, you know, got all into fitness, but how did, how did your husband journey with you on this? Or is that, is that part of your story? Yeah, I think that's part of my story too. He, um, okay. Generational curses. Here we go. (laughs) Um, he comes from a background of fat phobia, you know? Mm -hmm. So before we even got married, there was this seed that was planted that said, um, if you ever get fat, I'll divorce you. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. To this day, it's something that I hold in my heart. Mm -hmm. I get that. Yeah. And, and, and when I bring that to him, he said, I was just kidding. I was just Mm -hmm. kidding. Mm -hmm. That's a perfect example of how words hurt and we can't take them back. Absolutely. Yeah. So that striving, if I'm honest, mm-hmm. all those years were because of that fear and mm-hmm. that lie that I wasn't enough and that I had to work for, to be enough. Right. So he kind of encouraged me. I'll, I'll be honest. He encouraged mm-hmm. me along the way. And yeah. I had to, I had to just, you know, talk with him about that. And it's this whole intuitive eating journey it's funny. He, he was all into the diet for quite Mm -hmm. some time, Yeah. but now he sees like, oh, wow, she has food freedom and Mm -hmm. that looks really good. Yeah. So, and he will use intuitive eating language. Like that's, that's permissible, right? Mm -hmm. Like I I can have that. Yeah. Yeah, Buddy, you can. Yeah. And so we're working through that together as couple. And so it's, it's been our journey. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that because I know, I mean, that that happens in my house too. You know, I'm married to Marine fighter pilot. Right. Like, you know, they don't, they, they care about their bodies. Right. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, so it's, it's been, it's been an educational process, right. To get him out of well, what diet culture has preached to everyone. Right. Yes. And, you know, and, and my husband's watching the like bodybuilding, like, you know, how to right. get tone faster and how to get this many abs. I don't <laughs> know that you can multiply the number of abs you have, but I guess it's the way they look. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, so he's watching those videos and, you know, watching health tips and stuff like that. And, and for me, it's like, yeah, but 
what? Like we, we went this way and then we went this way and then we went this way. And, you know, like maybe, maybe none of this is good, but, but I think this is important to bring up because I think as we start to break free from and use the term diet culture, and we're going to explain that again, because I feel like it needs to be explained over and over again. But as we start to break free from diet culture as women, Mm-hmm. there's still this challenge in our homes sometime as yeah. our men, I mean, at worst are saying, Oh, you're going to get fat, right. you know, don't start eating everything. Right. That's like the one end of the spectrum. And the other end of the spectrum is, well, I don't want you to get, you know, this disease your mom has, or I don't mm. want you to be unhealthy. I want us to live a long time. And we know that eating those foods are unhealthy. And so we really need to watch what we eat because it's unhealthy. And, you know, and, and having our men like be there to help us break free from diet culture is like a whole nother thing. Right. And that probably should have been the title of this episode, <laughs> but not like that's a whole nother episode there. Right. I mean, that's a big thing. It is. It's absolutely, it's huge. And taking those thoughts captive, regardless right. of where they're coming from. Right. Right. Even if they're absolutely. not in our own head. If, yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think everyone, woman listening probably has some comment that her husband made that has been stored away like that. I, mine is, he told me once you're probably three or four months, not years, months into marriage. And he said something in the context of a conversation we were having, like, I've already seen you. And that's one of those where I have to like, you know, that, but the enemy uses that it comes up all the time and, you know, suffocating that (laughs) to death is, is a challenge. So, yeah. So, so thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Well, let's, let's, let's go to the health thing. Okay. Okay. You mentioned health issues that your parents have. Mm-hmm. Like are watching health issues of that next generation. And that's totally, you know, we got diabetes going on. We got a heart disease going on. We got all the things in my family stroke, yeah. like you name it, yeah. you know, we're, we're not really cancer folk. Uh, we, we don't have a history of cancer. Yeah. I'm like, my people die of, of metabolic things. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah. so that, and that connects to like, oh, well then how right. can I possibly do intuitive eating and all the things because yeah. that's contradictory. So what are your, what are your thoughts there? I, I think it, it takes challenging the food police, right? Mm. I think that's a, yeah. an intuitive eating step. And that was, that took, and still, if I'm honest to this day, I'm still, no, Trudy, it's okay. It's okay that yeah. you have these things because for so long, it was an all or nothing mentality. Either mm. I'm completely clean or I'm, for me, it was binge eating disorder. Mm-hmm. I was never diagnosed with that, right. but it should have been. Right. And, and it was this idea that I could control my body and I could mm-hmm. control what's inside. And, you know, if I'm honest, when I was in that bodybuilding mode, I mm-hmm. actually had a physical at one point and I had blood work take, taken and my LDL was borderline. Mm-hmm. So that was proof that yeah. I couldn't control right. my cellular level that's going on inside. So it was, it was another thing the enemy had, had just lied to me about. Right. So, right. Well, yeah. And I mean, that's, it is about control, right? I mean, mm-hmm. even early in eating disorder stuff, right. A lot of times there's a connection with like, this was especially like with kids, like this was the one thing I could control. Right. Or, and, and then, you know, it just, 
think we as women in general who struggle in this area, we're like control is always something we're battling, but mm-hmm. you're right. It's a false, it's a false dichotomy of if I do this, then right. I will be healthy. If right. I, and, and that's kind of, well, so I said, we were going to define diet culture. I mean, that's kind of the promise of diet culture, yes. right? Like it's the salvation story of mm-hmm. what, how would you describe it? Yeah, absolutely. That it's going to be your rescuer, your redeemer, your Jesus, right? Right. right. But that's not true. And, and you'll be protected from the evils of fat <laughs> and, um, and health issues, yes. right? Um, sickness, Never disease, and, and then really, you know, just that, that horrible thing of being unloved, unwanted, unaccepted, all of that will melt away as long as you follow the food, food rules. Right. And then like, I know women who eat awesome and have found themselves with cancer and they exercise and, you know, try to like do all the things. And, and so it's like, you see it break down, Mm -hmm. but then I think I I wrote this in compared to who, like, I think we're all looking for unicorns. Right. Like, or we think, or we think we're the unicorn, right? Like, I know that didn't work for them, but I know if I never eat an Oreo again, then always drink warm lemon water in the morning with a hint of cayenne pepper, um, and then eat the exact right ratio of macros at the exact right time of day Uh and with the exact right vegetables, like, Cancer. Ignore the hunger cues. You right. are not hungry. Uh, no, no, of course. No, don't listen to your body. You That's know right. what's best. <laughs> and, and, and then it's like, and then guess what? Cancer will try to knock on your door and it won't be able to get in. And, you know, mm-hmm. you will never have any of these other issues, but you know, I, I shared last month was national eating disorder awareness week. Mm-hmm. And I shared pictures of myself from like age 10 to age 40. And it really hit me that age 40, when I was diagnosed with hypothyroid, Hashimoto's, adrenal fatigue, Mm -hmm. I was eating like really great, quote unquote, great, according to diet culture, (laughs) right? Like I followed all the food rules and I, you know, I was trying to be dairy free and gluten free and all those things. Um, and I, I had a lot of serious health stuff going on that I, and the action I had to take to get better was I had to start eating more different things and I had to stop exercising so much, which just seems so contrary to anything anyone in diet culture would sell you, right? (laughs) Going off the diet, like that can't make you well, (laughs) but, but, but it's a fear. So how do we deal with the fear, Trudy? Like, how'd you, how did you let go of the fear? I mean, after being so eating so clean, Mm-hmm. and working out so hard. Right. How did you relax your grip on all of that? Yeah, that was hard too, because not only was I known as the fitness, healthy mm-hmm. guru on social, like mm-hmm. I was also in my community. Mm-hmm. People would ask me, Hey, Trudy, you know, can you help me figure out how to eat this and what to do this and what's clean and what's not clean. And in fact, I actually did a YouTube video that was on my YouTube channel for quite some time about how to find the clean foods in the grocery store. Uh-huh. You were helping. <laughs> I was, oh goodness. I was helping all the wrong areas. And of course, like people validated that. They were like, right. oh my gosh, this was so helpful. This is so amazing. Yeah. 
going to take that down as soon as I started that intuitive eating journey. But like, of course it, that fear was something that I had to take captive. I mean, it's a constant thing. I've been on my journey now in September, it will be three years, but it's a constant, like, mm -mm, God doesn't Mm -hmm. give us a spirit of fear. That's not of God. Right. No, do not worry about what you will eat or what you will drink. Right. Do I not care for you more than the sparrows? Like, yeah, (laughs) what am I doing? How am I allowing Satan in my life to make me believe that, that I can somehow control and manipulate my body and I had to let it go. And it, and it's constant. It really, for a while it was, you know, journaling I'm journaling those negative thoughts and how I can biblically turn that into truth. Mm. What, what is this fear? What does yeah. God say about that fear? And how can I rearrange? And, you know, there's that neuroplasticity thing, right? Mm-hmm. With Dr. Caroline Leaf. I mean, that's mm-hmm. very real. Yeah. We can retrain our brains. We can, I mean, physically, like I visualize taking that thought and mm-hmm. rooting it in Jesus. Right. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, you know, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yep. So, you know, it gets easier and easier as you go. It really does. And to be able to decipher the truth from the lies, like, is it true? Noble, kind, praiseworthy is what's going on in between my own two ears. Hmm. I need to filter that filter. Right. And I'm just, I'm just like, I just, I just want to pause a minute with what you said a couple seconds ago, mm-hmm. you know, that, that verse in Matthew specifically says, <laughs> it's not like just in one translation in all the translations yes. says, do not worry about what you eat. Yeah. Do. And I'm going to say it again. Do not worry about what you eat right. and how many of y'all listening today. Hi, I see you. I know you. I've thought like you. <laughs> okay. Same. But that is like, it kind of makes your stomach feel weird. What? How can you not worry about what you're going to eat? Like really? that is just crazy. Like, <laughs> what, what else? Like, what else would you worry about? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yes. (laughs) But like all the time, all the extra time that you have where you're not worrying about what you're eating. That's, that sounds so superficial. It really, really does. You know, I've been to Haiti. I've seen what they've had to eat Mm -hmm. to worry about. And to that fear of going out to eat. Oh my gosh. That was a whole nother level. What will I eat? I can't go out to eat. I can't sit or you can't go when someone invites you over for dinner, right. you don't have any control over what they're going to serve. And then it's like super awkward, right? Yeah. Cause at least going out to dinner, you can like be the person like, that's like, Ooh, could you put the butter on the side and you know, yeah. make sure you do this yeah. and this and this to my meal. But if you're going to someone's house and it's sitting on the plate yeah. in front of you, mm-hmm. yeah, so real. but do not worry about what you're going to eat. Back to our thesis for the day, (laughs) how do I, you like doing that and not being fearful Mm -hmm. of what are the consequences going to be, you know, and aside from weight gain, because I honestly, Trudy, I think you've seen this too. Like most Mm -hmm. of us are really awesome at fooling ourselves. 
mm-hmm. by yeah. not using the weight language anymore. Cause we've kind of heard that's bad, <laughs> right? So it's, it's yeah. health language, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we just want to yeah. be healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not so worried about my weight anymore. And I honestly, like, you know, I just kind of cut the cut to the chase here. Uh, <laughs> there, that's a nice way to say it. Um, <laughs> but yeah. like, like, I think we're able to do that now because the media, um, the influence we see with body shape and size is not as skinny as it used to be. So I think it's easier for us now to say, we just care about health because it's okay to have curves, but a decade ago, 15 years ago, when it wasn't okay to have curves, Mm -hmm. it was a little different. It felt a little different. I don't know. Are you seeing that too? Absolutely. It's, it's that idolatry regardless. What are we idolizing? Right. What are we putting before God? What are we putting before his provision? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so how, how did it go when you first started intuitive eating? (laughs) Well, it was, it was, you know, if I am completely honest, <laughs> I, I went the whole vegan route because, you know, I just want to be healthy mm-hmm. You know, for a while. I'm just like, we're just going to be healthy. We're going to, you know, plant-based everything. Mm-hmm. And then God continued to convict me, convict mm-hmm. me and convict me. And it's funny, the more you're in his word, the more you're like, Ooh, ouch that hurt yeah yeah (laughs) where am I where are my am I putting my values where am I putting my belief systems where am I putting my worth Mm -hmm. and and so it was it was definitely a process and then you know not long after that the holidays came and it Mm -hmm. was like oh yeah like the Uh buffalo chicken (laughs) (laughs) Intuitive eating is not so bad in December. (laughs) Everything's good. It was really good. So yeah, it's, it was a journey and I was so thankful because I had a group, there were three of us and we would Marco Polo every day. Are you familiar with that Mm -hmm. app? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We would literally just cry over Marco Polo with one another. Like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. And Um, it was there that we just found biblical truth too, because Mm. in, in that I had women of God speaking life over me and pointing me to scripture and helping me just let go of any lies that I'd held on to for so long, challenging the food police. Oh yeah. That was definitely a real thing. Honoring my hunger. Mm. That sounds insane. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know what hunger was like in my hunger. I don't know. Is that what hunger feels like? Because I had ignored it for so long. Right. right. And then what do you do if you're hungry at nine o'clock? Because oh. the food police come and they say, you don't eat this late. You're about to go to bed. You can't do this. Exactly. That's a moral dilemma. I found myself in frequently. <laughs> yes, same. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I would ignore that. I would totally yeah. ignore that. And I would wake up in the middle of the night and I couldn't sleep because I was Mm. so hungry. Mm -hmm. That's insane. (laughs) So it was working through years and years of just rules and that I had followed 
Yeah. And it was hard. It was hard. But yeah. on the other, that end of that is freedom. Right. And so much joy and so much goodness that I had missed out on birthday cake. Mm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> For me, it was like, oh, you can have cake on your, on your kid's birthday. And I have four kids. So four times a year, you can have cake. <laughs> I love cake. Like, I love cake. So now I eat the cake. My kids make the cake. I eat and and so I was missing out you know my Mm -hmm. kids love to bake I wasn't baking with them because Mm -hmm. oh my goodness and I can't wait you know yeah Yeah. process but so much freedom in that yeah and I mean I think that's the I read a blog post a very long time ago about how like diets are prison Mm-hmm. And I don't think I use the intuitive, I don't think I use the words intuitive eating because I don't think I was really aware of intuitive eating or didn't really like know it was a thing thing, but how food freedom is mm-hmm. like grace, right? Because di- well, diets are a prison like religion mm-hmm. and food freedom is like grace. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of us that have struggles in this area prefer to live. And I did an episode on this this whole concept, uh, I think last year, but black and white thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah. it's all, or it's nothing, but then also like the quid pro quo of, if I do this, then I get this. And I know that was like my relationship with God for a number of years. <laughs> I was like, okay, God, I have done this, 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 and this, and now I expect this, this, and this. And then if there was struggle, it was like, uh, God, you didn't see my report card. <laughs> like, I did this, this, and this. Now, how am I not getting this, this, and this? And so just like, I think just stepping back, like food aside, yes. thinking about the reality is like, okay, it's uncomfortable to live the life of grace, right? Mm-hmm. Because like there's room to like mess up and seek forgiveness and not be perfect and mm-hmm. confess and repent and seek forgiveness again. And, <laughs> you know, and then go a couple of steps further and then, oh, confess and repent, you know, and, and mm-hmm. that is a messy way to live if you prefer to just walk a straight path and get to the destination without anything getting in your way right (laughs) Right? the pharisaical way right (laughs) exactly like the way it looks and so I don't know just kind of loop this back around you know it, it feels like that's kind of what we expect when we think eating the way this person in this YouTube video told me and hopefully yeah. it wasn't you. <laughs> <Just joking. laughs> I'm just kidding. Father, please. <laughs> um, no, but, but eating, eating the way, cause I've got many clients that are, you know, like I'm following this doctor, I'm following this doctor, I'm following this doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, I do whatever this doctor tells me to do. Right. Oh, do you know this doctor? No, he's on YouTube. And I'm like, <laughs> well, okay. I'm, I have no judgment there because I have done the exact same thing right. <laughs> and probably read that doctor's book. <laughs> highlighted right (laughs) so but but like what what we can't say following this guy's plan or this girl's plan is going to lead us to this place of health now I do like this is where it gets muddy for me Trudy and so if you have any insights here like I'm I'm looking forward to the opportunity to figure out what the gentle nutrition um part looks like, because, and I know I've got a a lot of people listening that have the same issue. Like I know that there are certain foods that I eat that don't feel good. 
Right. And I have health issues that flare when I eat those foods. And so trying to reconcile the, I'm free, I can eat whatever I want, intuitive eating, right. I'm really hungry for this thing. And, oh, wow, I haven't felt good for a couple of days <laughs> after eating that thing. And then like not letting the food police come back. I don't know, have you had an experience with that? Yeah, I think that was my hardest thing that was, I'm a checklist person. So diets work for me, right? You do this, this, and this, and you get an A plus gold star, right? And I wanted, I, there were many times when I reached out to my friend, Erin, and was like, just tell me what to do. And she was like, mm, no, <laughs> you have to walk this out on your own. There's no longer this legalism, right? That's the diet. There's this grace that you're walking in. And I think as you as a person, you have to figure those things out too. Right. What, what feels good in my body without the legalism, right. without the guilt, without the shame, without the condemnation, that's the sweet spot, yeah. right? Because if I'm honest, there are foods that make my stomach hurt too. Mm -hmm. And I have, I've had gallbladder issues. So I have to be really careful about some things, but we really have to check our heart posture. Mm -hmm. Why am I doing these things? Right. Am I doing these things because I want to lose weight or am I doing these things because I want to not, I guess, feel good, mm -hmm. but not glorify my body. There's mm -hmm. this fine line, right? right? And, and then there's this, you know, the, the Bible verse, everything's permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Yeah. So just towing that line and, and you'll find, you'll find that sweet spot and you'll find that peace. And yeah. that's when, you know, you're in a good spot. You're in a good mm -hmm. place. Yeah. But I think Aaron's response to you was perfect. <laughs> I know, I, but I was kicking and screaming the whole way. <laughs> but because that's what we want. I mean, you're, you're so right. Give me a list of what I'm allowed to do and I will do it. Just tell me my, tell me my limits. <laughs> <laughs> give, no. give me some numbers, yes. I don't know, chart, like whatever, just, just tell me what I can do. <laughs> right. Right. Like, I mean, it, yeah. it is hard and you're so right. That's what the Pharisees did, yeah. right? Like, okay, Jesus, look, we did this, this, and this, and this, what are you doing on the Sabbath? <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Yes. right. And Jesus is like, yeah, you kind of missing the point guys. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, there are times when I'm like, oh my gosh, I overate. I don't feel good. I don't want to do that again. Mm -hmm. There's a yeah. difference between guilt, shame, and condemnation. Right. Like, oh my gosh, here I go again. I got to, you know, tomorrow I got to do better. And, you know, right. no. Like, right. Okay. I, I don't like feeling this way. So maybe I ate too much, you know, right. just check in, check in the heart constantly and making yeah. sure it aligns with with God. And yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking just as you said that, like, this might be a very strange thing to say, mm -hmm. but like, in some ways it's just like being okay with being human. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I'm going to mess up. Sometimes yeah. I'm going to eat more than I should. Mm -hmm. That is human. Just like I'm going to right. say more than I should or, <laughs> or say less than I should. I don't you know. And like, but like, we're not perfect. No, we're and never going to do it all right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, but yet in this area of food, we think if I can just be perfect, then right. I can control the outcomes. 
Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Last words of encouragement to someone that's like, okay, I've heard y'all talk, (laughs) but there's, there's just, there's no way there's no way my rules are my rules and they are keeping me safe and they're keeping me healthy. I don't know that anyone's actually saying all those things because (laughs) that's like a different layer when you start to figure all that out, but, but like, I can't give up my rules. Trudy, how would you encourage them? Lesson release, let it go like Elsa. (laughs) Let it go. (laughs) No, because this is an opportunity to just lean in and begin a new identity Mm -hmm. outside of where the diet has taken you begin an identity in Christ and begin an identity that you were always meant to have, you know, created in his image, set apart, chosen. You were not meant to bow to diet rules. Those, those are prison. Heather Mm -hmm. just said it. They're prison Mm -hmm. and you don't belong in prison. There's, there's, there's joy and there's freedom and there's peace on the other side and just take the next right step. You don't have to have it all figured out. I don't have it all figured out. Mm. And this is the cross I bear and will probably continue to bear all the days of my life. But in in that is, is Jesus in that I get to just, just rest in his goodness and his faithfulness. And that's enough. Yeah. You get the daily opportunity to lean on him because you need him. And I mean, if I, and if I'm honest, I would say I live too much of my Christian life thinking, well, I got this handled. (laughs) Right. Right? Like I I got it. Like, okay. Thanks. 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 Yeah. Like my backup plan. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, well, I, I, I like I'm the coffee and you're the creamer. Like (laughs) it's just a little better. But I, I got it. I'm strong enough, <laughs> you know. And and yeah. then, but I mean, and that's 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 all part of this big bundle of issues. So yeah, I love that. Just one step at a time, one meal mm-hmm. at a time, yes. one bite at a time, mm-hmm. one snack at a time. One, I mean, definitely. And that you know, that's I think we all anyone listening to the show probably can relate to like, I just want to know what this is going to look like in nine months. And, <laughs> and you know, and don't know. We have no idea, <laughs> but God does. <laughs> so good. So good. Well, Trudy, thanks so much. Hey, tell us the exciting things going on in your world and where everyone can connect with you and where everyone can listen to your show too. All right. Well, April 14th, I will be launching my first devotional for moms raising kingdom daughters. It's called reclaim her heart. And it's a 30 day devotional. And actually the companion set, which is the teen version will be coming out in May. So you can either buy them separately or together and you can purchase those on Amazon. And also you can connect with me on Instagram at Trudy underscore Lineski. I also have a Kingdom Mamas podcast where we talk about the nitty gritty of raising these teens and children in the way they should go in such a difficult world right now. So love it. Love it. And I will have links to all of that in the show notes. Say the name of the book one more time. It's called Reclaim Her Heart. Reclaim Her Heart. Reclaim her heart. Yes. And the subtitle is really long. It's empowering moms to raise teen daughters with kingdom identity in a world of conformity. Awesome. I'm not going to repeat that. (laughs) I 
I can never remember my own subtitles. Like I've right. had several times where I'm like, uh, comparison free life something I don't I don't really know uh, so, but reclaim her heart and mm-hmm. I'll have I'll have links in the show notes again but uh, but be on the lookout for that y'all I think you're gonna especially those of you in in the demographic where you've got teens at home I think you are really going to love it so Trudy thanks so much for being on the show today thank you for having me Heather and thank you for watching or listening I hope something in today's show has helped you stop comparing and start living. Bye-bye. something from today's show has blessed you, would you mind hopping into Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leaving a review? That is the best way to bless me if this show has blessed you. Thanks for listening. Hey, friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the start here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. Scripture and brain science agree. Meditating on God's word transforms us and reduces stress in our lives. I'm Jody Nisnik, host of So Much More, Creating Space for God, a scripture meditation podcast. And each week I give you space to hear God's word, Listen to the Spirit and pray about what's on your heart. And then we have a thoughtful conversation with guests to help us go deeper. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.